Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and distant cousin to the Loch Ness Monster. Today, we have not one, but two lovely guests. And let me tell you, they are a force. They've been writing for the NAACP award-winning, Emmy-nominated HBO comedy series, Insecure. They co-host the immensely popular podcast, The Antidote, from American Public Media. Let's give a big, juicy welcome to Grace Edwards and Amy Aniobi. For those of you who don't know, um, both of you guys are, first of all, amazing writers already. And now we're allowed to release information about you directing? You on? can, because I'm doing it. Starting tomorrow. My, <laughs> start, tomorrow is my first day of prep. Uh, if they fire me, well then, uh, you know, this <laughs> yeah, episode can go to the archives. But this, yeah, Survival <laughs> of the... Th- the last uh, TV show that I wrote for uh, is um, Michelle Buteau's Survival of the Thickest. And Ow. that is where me and Grace met. And now Amy will be directing a f- couple episodes. Is that correct? Yeah, episodes. Block yeah. 3, 106. Yes. Stay tuned. Yes. So stay tuned for that in the future. It's going to be Woo-hoo. probably the best comedy of 2023 as far I, as I'm I concerned. I genuinely believe that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know. up reading it on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people it's, were looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I clapped at the end of one episode. <laughs> I was like, Whoop. I was like, I look full nuts clapping at my iPad. Because you know what's cool about it? You know, and I mean, I, I know this is a little tangent, but what's cool mm-hmm. about it, not, not only is Michelle and a genius, we cast the fuck out of it. Oh, and yeah. it's a comedy with a capital C. Like it is not... You know, there's definitely some moving moments in it, but it's it's meant to be funny, which, you know, when I started out writing comedy, everything mm-hmm. was funny. But now, you know, a lot of things are really dark. So, you know, we live in a dark world and, you know, that's kind of what our podcast is about, like yeah. that we want to bring light to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the midst of the dark world. So I really feel like survival will do that next year. And I'm really excited mm. for people to see it. Yeah. And now, so you guys have your own podcast on top of that, on top of working yeah, with each other before the in the past. On other, like, <laughs> when did you two first meet? Oh, well, we're not really sure. Steve, we're not sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, like it's we've so always known each other. Because it's sort of like, we don't know the origin story. Like, we're mm-hmm. such close friends now, but um, genuinely, I do not remember. I feel like it was probably between, like, through Nicole Byer. I think mm-hmm. it was a brunch in LA that Nicole Byer threw, and we were both at this brunch. But Oh, so you were drunk. Yeah, that's fine. You can't yeah. remember. That's impossible to remember. <laughs> but I, like, don't remember. We also met in New York at Soho House that one time when my friend mm-hmm. Jasmine had an event. We both spoke at the event. And I was like, was that where we met? No, but you knew me before because I did. you asked me to speak at the event. I did. So you were probably Facebook friends before? Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Back when Facebook was I a thing. Know. Stop saying how old we are. <laughs> I will say <laughs> Facebook. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. we were TikTok on friends. TikTok? You met okay. on TikTok? Ghosts <laughs> <laughs> just like, like just turned 25 so we can run a Lies car now. Lies and fallacies. They met on Friendster. Um, <laughs> this podcast is about gossip. I'm gossiping. I'm starting the rumor that I'm 25. <laughs> well, whenever it happened, it was love at first sight. That, yeah, that part yeah. I know for sure. And then yeah. I do remember, like the first time I remember clicking like, oh, this is a girl that I really fuck with is like, I remember... We went to Salt and Cure. Salt oh, yeah. Cure. Salt Cure. Salt Cure. Salt Cure. Yeah. 
I like you separating. That was very black of you. Yes, <laughs> Barnes and Noble. Salt and cure. Well, those are two separate words, House motherfuckers. Why they... <laughs> Just like you know the salt where they put the kiss salt on and the cure thing. <laughs> um, but I remember we had like this like really lovely drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember her saying just like the most bad bitch thing ever. She was just kind of like, yeah, that? I'm just really good at what I do. And I was like, you know what? I fuck with that. I said this. I fuck with that. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? I was just I was like manifesting. <laughs> I need some of that in my life. So I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I need to hang out with Amy more. And then and then right. you came and worked on Insecure and then we hung out constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when it like really like solidified. It was like jello, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like gelatinous yeah. together because we, we would go on um these lot walks. We used to walk um the lot. This is mm-hmm. pre-pandemic like when we Oh, used, like, yeah, the, the only option you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I remember that. Just <laughs> I guess we just can walk around outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aimlessly with no purpose, not fast enough for it to be exercise but not slow enough that you don't sweat <laughs> but yeah but then, but I'm just saying a lot of gossip happened on those walks we have a lot of oh that's yes. always good yeah Amy you're Texas yeah yeah I'm originally from North Texas Dallas area I, I love just North Texas Dallas area like that's like that's the first time I've ever heard in North Texas like it is separate from South <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I said it like that. Yeah. But I'm from DFW. DFW down for whatever. Like We're different. DFW. Oh, We're shit. Different. Texas is big as hell, though. It's big. I, I've learned that. I, like, I've been on tour before, and the way it took, took us like hours on hours yep. to get to places, I was like, why the fuck yeah. are they? Why? It's too much. And, too much land. And then I know, I know Grace, you grew up in uh, Michigan, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, but yeah, I grew up in the Detroit area, in a suburb of Detroit called uh, Southfield. I can't verify it, but every time I've heard somebody say the Seattle area and they name a city, and I'm like, that is not in the Seattle <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't claim Detroit, Detroit, mm. because it was a very different experience growing yeah. up the way I grew up. In, um, was it was it fancy outside of there? I won't say fancy. I mean, it, it was like a suburb. It was a suburb. Mm-hmm. So it was like solidly middle class. Um, you know, I, my my high school had the tennis court and shit. You know, no. All right, I don't Wait, think you know what fancy that's, means. That's sometimes. fancy. <laughs> Wait. We did, we did have a Wait, television studio as well. Um, well, my high school had a television studio. We did have a TV studio. But it did not have tennis courts. It stopped there. We had a full we had football tennis stadium. courts and we had a radio station in high school. My high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. We had a radio mm-hmm. station and a black mm-hmm. box theater. That was kind of cool. I think we just went to really great uh, high schools. Uh, so everybody that's listening, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like our high school experiences were top notch. Was your high school poor? No. <laughs> <laughs> but what is, but I know you guys, I know you guys came in with gossip to share and I definitely, uh, who, I don't, I'm, I don't want to pick who goes first. Whoever, whoever feels it in their heart. Oh, to, Amy, to, you go first. To give the front line. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'll share a little piece of gossip from my Catholic ass town. My town was really like split into mm-hmm. threes religion wise. There was like Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, mm-hmm. Catholics, and uh, Baptists. Damn. And the Baptists were very like uh, full of themselves. It's very like, three know. intense groups. It was yeah, very extremely intense. Very I'm just intense. like, y'all didn't have no there Episcopalians? Smatter- the, no, well, there were the some no smattering of Episcopalians, a smattering of, you, yeah. like, there's some outskirt, you know, Methodist? a few little Jewish people, you there's know, but they- coming up the doors going, have you heard of Jesus? And like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, yes. But this town, the three biggest churches were those. And 
in the 90s, there was this movement to make Catholic churches like charismatic because they're like Catholicism is getting very boring and it's losing younger people. So my church became a charismatic Catholic church, which meant that a, a dude played guitar and white people clapped on the ones and threes. Um, so I had to join the choir because they could not keep rhythm and they kept on being like, Felix, your daughter should join the choir. So I led the clapping. But at any rate, the, the gossip, oh my God. they're like, she's so good at singing and clapping. But the gossip she can that find came the out, yes, she can find a beat. <laughs> Literally every single song. The guy that they hired, like, wanted to be, you know, like DC Talk, like all of these, uh, yeah. like Creed, like these big Christian rock bands. He really wanted to do that, but he had gotten married and had five kids yeah. because, again, natural family planning, Catholicism. <laughs> and, uh, there was a time where this girl joined our choir. I'm going to change her name. I'm going to call her Kayla. That's not her name, but I'm going to call her Kayla. <laughs> but Kayla joined the choir and Kayla could not sing very well. And oh. I kept wondering why Kayla Ooh. was in the charismatic choir when she was whispering in the back. It was very odd. And then literally our youth minister, I can't remember his name. We're going to call him Jeff. Uh, no, I hate the name Jeff. Is uh, Joey. Joey. <laughs> what did a Jeff do to you? <laughs> I'll tell you later. I've known a few Jeffs that are subpar. So, so anyway, Joey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Love Jeff with a G. Why are you spelling it that way? But Joey would be like, oh, I have to work on Kayla's voice. Like after lessons or whatever. Damn, and we're like, yeah, you better work on country. Kayla's voice because she sounds like shit. Fast forward to there's a gossip rumor going around that Joey and his wife are getting divorced. And again, Catholics, Catholics don't get divorced. And they're yeah. like, what's going on? And it's like, his wife is sleeping at a friend's house. His wife is not home. The boys Ooh. are not with him. The boys have gone to the wife's sisters. And everyone's like, what's going on? What's going on? Turns out, I don't find this out until after graduation, but Kayla and Joey were working on more than her voice. Working. He had a full affair with a mm -hmm. high school girl. Because she was 17. We were like juniors in high school. So she was like 16, 17. Oh my God. And, and all she got was in the choir? Yeah, she was terrible. <laughs> you better like, get an apartment. Like, That's all you what? got? It was literally the saddest shit ever. But guess what? There's kind of a weird, I guess, happy ending to this. I don't know what happened to Joey's wife. But Kayla and Joey, because it's yeah. Catholic like Texas then yeah. the, the parents were like you have to marry her like you can't do this to our daughter like oh, you can't shit. just leave her and uh -huh. and then she got pregnant and they were like close it up Joey so he did marry her and they're still together and they have five kids this man has ten kids five from the first wife five from the second damn wow um, what I'm hearing is that he groomed her <laughs> I mean, yes. it's, it's, yeah. it's giving Woody Allen. It's giving... <laughs> not that bad, not that bad, not that bad. She was 17. It's not that bad. I mean, it's not great. She was a full child. Your brain's yeah. not done for me until you're like 25. But, but I like... will say that after graduation, then once she turned 18, it was like, this is my boyfriend. And we were like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. That's the charismatic youth minister. <laughs> we're oh like, that's God. the dude who claps at the concerts at church. They still went to the church after they didn't do yeah. that? Well, they didn't for a while, but then they got married in the church. So basically, the, um, the priest was like, you cannot come here anymore. There's so always a workaround. Not. There's yeah. always a workaround. And then they were like, we're getting married. You just make a promise married. to Jesus. And they did. Back. They did. How's, uh, how's part of number one doing? Uh, the ex, is she... No idea. I have no clue what happened to her, but she's somewhere nearby because he, this guy's got 10 kids. 
<laughs> he's got so many kids. That's yeah. so he's got a good job. He got a that's a oh, that's and they're all boys. They're all, all boys. Of them? Yeah, ten boys. I'm like, Take what the out. fuck? Back <laughs> to that motherfucker. We do not need more men like that in this world. Snip, <laughs> snip. Like, what? You better, you better get a vasectomy. Oh you can't bring in more God. men into this I world. I was like, this is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's like nine Supreme Court justices ready to go right there. Yeah. We, oh can, we can't have nine Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> I'm literally. Last I heard, he was selling like some sort of like you know pyramid scheme. Um, yeah, uh, trying to make money to pay babies. Babies. Yeah. Yeah. He started a lawn care company called like, well, I'm going to change the name Joey and Sons. And it was him and all 10 of his kids. like <laughs> Joey and sons. 15 Sons. <laughs> well, 10 Sons is a pyramid scheme, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Damn. Damn. It, it, was, it was like kids. the most salacious gossip in my town because of, the Baptists were like, have you heard about what happened at the Catholic <laughs> church? <laughs> And it you getting dragged like, by the Baptist? <laughs> yes. It was so dark. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? That was... That's ooh. good. Well, okay, Grace, it's your turn. <laughs> okay, so this is about a friend and uh, her boyfriend. Ooh. You know, I'll change details, but I, I, have, I have the sign-off to tell the story. Okay. This friend um, had just like a really sweet boyfriend and that boyfriend and her would just be up under each other. Like they both mm. lived in studio apartments um, mm. in New York and like her therapist had to like be like, yo, sometimes you have to spend some time apart because <laughs> this boy was always up under her all the time or whatever. I went to grad school with her. <laughs> okay. Just would not get off her back. Anyway, one day she comes to me just upset, like fucking upset as fuck. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I got this Facebook message again, old. So got this <laughs> Facebook message from this girl saying that my boyfriend is about to have sex with her friend. <gasps> and so Who I was, was like, what? I was just to? like, let me see this message. So yeah, it was like a Facebook message and it was just like, so I just wanted to let you know that your boyfriend is going to have sex with my friend. They've already planned it. Okay. They're going to go and they're supposed to have sex or whatever. Uh, Pre-planning sex. What a time. Yeah, what? I'm like, <laughs> they're like, you ready to cheat? Yeah, let's do it next Saturday. And so I just thought that you should know because that's your boyfriend. And so at the time, this girl's boyfriend was like at like a little retreat or whatever. Like, you know, sometimes like the school would like take us on writing retreats yeah. or whatever. So I was like, are you going to call him at the retreat? And then she's like, no, I'm going to wait. Till um, he comes back, and then I was confronting him. I was like, "Girl, like you have to call me right." <laughs> and so, uh, so supposedly she confronted him, and he denied it all. He's like, "Literally, when would it happen? Like, I'm always with you, and I can yeah. honestly say, I live in your house." Listen, a, a dick can find a way to cheat, no matter what. But yeah. I was just like, and this dude was just like so sweet, like literally, like Urkel, like mm -hmm. an Urkel type presence. 
And so like he was so upset that that she would believe this. And then she was kind of like, why the fuck would somebody send me this letter or whatever if like it wasn't true or whatever. So it was very, very confusing. And, you know, they broke up for a minute and then he kept like sending her like physical letters in the mail being like, I promise I didn't do this shit, right? Okay. But then the story gets a little bit more complex because the same girl that said, your boyfriend is about Mm -hmm. to cheat with my Mm -hmm. friend, hit her up again and said, did you guys break up yet? (gasps) Oh! Uh, Wait, what? So that's where the fuck she fucked up, right? Because my friend believed that shit until she was like, "But did you break up with him yet?" Wait, what? But then oh, she's trying to she's, she's trying, trying to manipulate to move the in. situation. She's trying to she's move trying in. To exactly. The and then once I when she told me that, I was like, "Let's investigate this hoe." So mm-hmm. we like went, and she had no friends. On uh-huh. Facebook. Oh, that's so was, not a real person. So it was clearly she made this profile mm-hmm. just to tell my friend yeah. this. Then she hit my friend up again. Like, if it were my boyfriend, I would break up with him or whatever because he was about to sleep with my friend or whatever. Girl, you're too and invested. So, also about to don't mean nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So I so so we came to the conclusion that. This is obviously some girl that had a crush on my friend's boyfriend Mm -hmm. and made up this story Mm -hmm. in order to get her to break up with him. But she got back together with him. They they stayed together for a couple years um, after that. But but yeah, it was like so confusing, but it was very juicy while it was happening. Because it felt like thing to do to somebody. Like I know. Also, who are you mad at? Like, are you were you trying to get this man, or did you just not want this woman to be happy? Like it could be either. It could be either. Why would you do this? Yeah, but but (laughs) you're New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, just walk outside, Go find, find a goddamn <laughs> literally dicks on every corner. But like, I was like, but this it was man or it bust. Was, it, like, if this happened in wild. LA, I'd be like, well, let me hear her out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The four hundred five is nothing but a wall. It's so very difficult. I to understand. <laughs> if you need but a yeah, man, it, was, it was wild. But but it was like, yeah. And so this girl almost succeeded in breaking up my friends relationship Damn. because where's this girl now you don't know because she was a fake identity online yeah she was fake yeah no the, it was literally had two friends on facebook or whatever no, we'll never why would you is. even believe that person i know but the thing is is that we are conditioned as women to like if somebody cheat. says your man is cheating you gotta believe that shit yeah mm-hmm. so i was hyping her up i was amping her up i was just like yeah Fuck him. I don't know when he had the time to go. <laughs> that don't make no sense. But, yeah. but he was going to do it or whatever, girl. You need to. Throw and then the after we, the after just a little bit of investigation, we're like, oh, this is clearly yeah. somebody that's trying to break y'all up for whatever reason. Yeah, you should, I think, yeah, I think for me, you should always doubt anybody that says you're almost going to do something. Like, it's like, you know, yeah. I'm almost going to cheat on anybody I'm dating with Chris Helmsworth. Literally. The issue is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Boris Kojo come along. Um, I'm cheating on whoever. I am with um yes. But the you issue can use is this as evidence in the divorce. Yes, I did that shit. Oh. I tried. I tried. Yeah, so it was like that was like a wild story, but it was kind of like during while it was happening, it felt like very like 
Do you oh. see? In your yeah. 20s? That is very juicy. Yes. That is That's delectable. That's, I remember, the, yeah. No, anything that happened to me in my 20s, that was even slightly dramatic. It was like early social media. Like now, I'm sure there's much more complex scams going on online. But at the time, I was just like, why would she lie? Well, you know what? Yeah. Thank you for, you both came in with probably some, some both the most solid gossip I've gotten in the event. <laughs> to please someone. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but now we get to be judges of gossip because we're going to move Ooh, into the mailbag. mailbag time. Um, so I'm going to read off the submissions and we're going to give it a rating, uh, dry, uh, being boring. Uh, why do you even type words for this? Uh, uh, moist being just the the middle of the road, (laughs) just tantalizing a little, a little quench. Um, and then fully juiced, drenched, (laughs) (laughs) fully juiced, salacious, delightful. You want more. It's perfect, uh, in every way. Um, but here's the first submission. My husband and I take care of his grandmother. She's getting much older now. And with aging comes forgetting some things and sort of losing one's mind. Mm. So one day I was cleaning her belongings and I found a couple of bags filled with letters. There were names I've never heard of and all different male names. She's divorced now, but during the time of these letters, she was married. The letters were from a priest, a sailor, and a neighbor. Turns out that while her husband was off at war, World War I, uh, mm. She has some side pieces to entertain herself with. Why the priest? She said because he was dying. Why the sailor? Because her husband wasn't in the Navy. Why her neighbor? Because it, it was like going out for fast food. Uh, to be <laughs> honest, my husband's uh, grandmother still still want to hoe out, but alas, her strength says she she ain't what she used to be. <laughs> <laughs> my bust a hip. <laughs> That's my fully juiced. <laughs> that is fully juiced. <laughs> I love how the neighbor was fast food. Like it's a five minute delivery. That's why I'm gonna fuck the exactly. neighbor. Exactly, <laughs> bitch. They didn't even have the pill back, back then. Into my she pussy. was risking it all. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. I, I actually am gonna step back on my juice. I'm gonna call it moist. I'm gonna say yes. it's moist because the husband isn't suspecting anything right now. It's just a secret between two ladies. I know, but it's a, like for me, why I would give it full juice is because of the time period and mm. the letter format. Because it wasn't like yeah. this is discovered uh, is secondhand. Yeah, it's, okay, for me, it's, okay. it's and she in the kept the letters. If he gave he one fuck, if he ever like looked through a drawer. It's for me. Like, it's my dad. My dad. <laughs> for me, like, it's between moist and fully juiced because, like, I want to read the damn letters now. I want to. No, I want to read every single last one. <laughs> because letters. it had to have some scandalous details yeah. in it. Because, like, if she, if this person could guess that the woman cheated, then yeah, you know, there has to be letters. Some- Sweet you know, nothings in those letters. You know, yeah, I feel exactly. like sometimes my listeners definitely want some, like they have a little bit of brevity when they, with their submissions. And I just wanted to know out there, yeah, the more details, the happier I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> like, let yeah, us do the editing. Hey, listener. Throw in as, um, as much stuff in as possible. <laughs> that sent this like You can, you can still, you know, you can email uh, Solomon and me and Amy. <laughs> we're going to read in them letters. You can just do a quick scan of the letter. You know, they, you yeah, got you scanners on the phone. Yeah, you can actually put together a documentary. 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, could you film it? <laughs> yes. And just, just sit her down and be like, how was that? And she's like, oh, yeah. girl, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk to you. tell you a story. <laughs> oh, I love this woman. She's everything to me. Yes. I, yeah, I, I like an old school like hoe. I love bitch. it. I love it. Saw old school hoe. And you keep track of everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kept those she's letters. Like, she's remember. like, I don't give a fuck. Who knows? You know? Well, it's like, yeah. It's like, you ain't going to you're, you're not in the Navy, man. <laughs> you're going to find a sailor. <laughs> you ain't going to tell my husband. <laughs> and a but priest also, too a priest but she said he was, he was dying I'm like what the fuck That's is so going on so you made him sin right of? I need to know what this priest was dying of because if it's some weird disease that's the bag season 2 pre 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 exactly that's where that's where she got the idea <laughs> uh, but we have we have another submission uh, so this is a short one um <clears throat> My friend is an editor at a local news station. I live for his text of local newsroom drama. Mm-hmm. Currently, there are desk reporters dueling over the sports guy who has two kids the same age that are not twins and is battling a DUI charge. Whoa. That's Why awful. are they dueling over a fucking, like, loser? <laughs> Listen, this is what my mother always says. She's just like, if a man got on pants or whatever, <laughs> it's like two cockroaches fight over empty matchbox. Like, oh, if a man, <laughs> there's always two hoes fighting over some man, regardless. It's not even the DUI that makes him a loser. Lots of people have DUIs. It's yeah. not even the two kids that make him a loser. Lots of people have two kids that ain't the same age. It's all <laughs> together plus it's at work plus it's two women he works with i'm like this man is messy as fuck a these you both have you got a good a job good job you got a good job you for you're gonna ruin your job for this trifling ass man they have an opportunity to become a team to take this they man could. down they could mm-hmm. yeah they could take him down it could be it could be a and real things like never compete against each other i think that's what we should ever definitely if you find yourself competing over man stop don't stop <laughs> Get together. Take him down. Take him down. Even if he's done nothing wrong. Just still take him down. Just the audacity for having him, for allowing you all to fight over him. Exactly. I mean, mean, this this feels dry to me. This is, is, I'm just like, I think it's like, for me, it's definitely moist. Uh, moist. I just feel bad for the people involved. I do too. I feel bad for these women and their self-esteem. I'm like, ladies, care about you more. So tell your friend who's an editor at the local news station, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, this is great drama, but um, yes. if these women ever need any support of any kind, uh, we're we're here for them at the Juice. We're here we're for here. them. Yeah. yeah. I just be like, girl, stop. <laughs> I, like. <laughs> I got one word for you. No. <laughs> just do the full Joey from the cut it out. Like, what do we do? <laughs> cut it God, out. Sorry, I didn't. You got it, dude. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> That's right. We have Facebook. That's the mailbag. Thank you so much for sending in your mail. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with the Juice Line. Welcome back to the Juice. I'm here with the Dream Team, Grace Edwards and Amy Aniobi. All right, now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it the Juice Line, and I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Carly. Let's pass her in. Please hold. Thank you. Oh, it's live? Oh, it's live. Oh, oh snap. You got to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. This is so exciting. <laughs> this is great. Why, why am I acting like I never seen your podcast? <laughs> and I haven't we... listened to it. 
Oh, we, hi, we're here with Carly. Uh, hi, Carly. Hi, Carly. Hi, Carly. <laughs> hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. And obviously, you have a piece of gossip, and you know that's the only thing I eat. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. So this took place when I was in high school. I grew up mm-hmm. in kind of a small city mm-hmm. and the downtown was sort of a dead ghost zone yeah. for like for a while. So yeah. they did this thing where they were giving businesses a year of free rent to sort of like oh. revitalize uh-huh. it. And um, okay. Okay. yeah, so one of the things that opened up that was really cool was a comic book store. And I was in high school and I had some like nerdy friends. So like, it was really yeah. exciting that the comic book store opened. You know, mm-hmm. comic books are very popular. I don't know why people call it nerds, but okay. We would go there and like, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were nerds, but they were also stoners. And um, one of the... I respect that. One of the, yeah. There was some gossip that was going around that I heard from my friends that um, the owner of the comic book store was also mm-hmm. a weed dealer. And that if you ordered a certain copy of like Green Lantern. It was like code for wanting to buy weed. Yeah. And none of my friends were, I don't think brave enough to try it. So mm. I actually don't know oh. if he was a weed dealer, but I do know that he was a cocaine dealer. This took a turn. Okay. I was just like, okay, so an early dispensary he was. How do you know about that? So uh, the reason I know that is because he was my cousin's wife's cocaine dealer, who she was oh, also having an affair wife. with. What? <laughs> this just took the twists and turns. Apparently, this is a world that we were. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So she was like high as a kite and fucking around. I guess so. Yeah. My family was pretty close and um, I was the youngest. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got to like mm-hmm. tag along with all the adults when stuff was happening. So I got to be there yeah. when all this went down. And like the way we found out is because she was using a mutual friend of another cousin as like her excuse. Like she was like, oh, I'm hanging out with this friend. And this oh. friend knew that that she was the cover story. So she wow. eventually started to cousin feel bad about cover. it and told my other cousin. Uh, oh, wow. Who told the rest of the family. <laughs> oh my God. That's Damn. a cousin cover story catastrophe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, wow. we all kind of rallied around my cousin and like, mm-hmm. um, she left him and was dating this guy for a while. But then eventually okay, they got back together and <laughs> cut off the rest of the family because apparently we were all like the toxic ones. Um, oh, no. I blamed ones? you because oh, she was sleeping with her co-dealer. Shooting the messenger. Was the Always toxic shooting ones? the messenger. We, yeah. I don't understand. I don't know how that all happened, but it was like, yeah, we were all kind of cut off for a while and they're still together. But mm-hmm. I think they've they've mended some of those relationships. Well, with or without Coke and Ball. Hopefully. I was kind of on her side for a minute because I was just Wait, like, why? listen, you're getting free cocaine. And comic books. <laughs> you're getting sex. You're getting comic wait, books. Wait, wait. And I was just like, you know what? Well, it's messed up that you're cheating on your man, but whatever. But then now you cut your family off. That's not cool. <laughs> but if, it's, if, it's, if it's a small town situation and, like, and a comic book store opens, it's like, look. I'm here to revitalize the city. And then cocaine shows up. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's giving her time to me. She's like, no, no, no. The so there was plenty of <laughs> But what a weird, oh my God. That was a twist because it's like everyone's up here being like Green Lantern and he's like, no, no, no. Yeah, so I don't First actually know if he was Coke. a dealer. He, okay. he very well might have been doing both, but I mean, I believe it. What a yeah. <laughs> he I was selling him. coke. I mean, weed is like kid stuff. Yeah, like, hopefully, he was selling gum. weed. Just we can't just stick to one market because <laughs> uh, diversify, revitalize is... the city. I'm like being an entrepreneur. <laughs> you know, Downtown they probably is changing, and we need you to have a change. They probably cut all you guys off because of the shame. Because then everybody oh, yeah. knew their business and they knew that they still wanted to be together. So it's just like, we yeah. have to like cut off anyone who will ever mention. Judge us. What. They can see judgment in your eyes and they're like, we don't need that. Yeah. I, yeah. And there was but, some other problems. Like they, I mean, I was going to say they were dramatic, but I'm sure the cocaine didn't help. <laughs> all those <SBS laughs> situations. <laughs> they were not dramatic. They were fueled by cocaine. <laughs> Drag them. Take them out. You have every oh right to. <laughs> <laughs> but they're well, back in the family story. now? It, it got like resolved? Yeah, this was like 10 years ago. So okay, it's oh, been a slow mending process. Hmm. <laughs> Is that comic book shop still open? Oh, or, no. Or can you send me the address I think afterwards? They got their year of free rent and it didn't really keep And going. then they closed. They were like a Halloween store in and out. Yeah. It was a cocaine dispensary. I'm just saying, if, that's, if it's somewhere around, just let me know. Yeah, where can I go? If it's near the. Near the so- but Carly, that was oh my god, that's that great. was great. That was it. Just started off with the high school hijinks, and we now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, weed dealer. Okay, what cocaine? What? Cousins. Thank you so much. That was fantastic. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> so good. I appreciate you calling in. Thank, Thank you. you, Carly. Thank you. Oh my that was god. Good. Wow. That was really good. That was juicy. That's great storytelling on her part, though. That was yeah. like, she was like, you know, he really like spooled that out like thread. He was like, was like I don't know if he was selling weed, but he did but sell he cocaine. Did. And, and then the delivery, because... <laughs> <laughs> the delivery was so calm that uh-huh. I was just like, oh, okay, where's this going? She like, like, he was taking us she... on a gentle rolling mm-hmm. hill of a journey. Mm-hmm. But then it was, like, it was a mountain. He was fucking my cousin's <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah. It was, and also the most unassuming. She, she just was like, you, you don't, I have secrets you don't, you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I, no, I expected none of thing you said. <laughs> cocaine, cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> well, damn. Grace, Amy, you two are amazing and a blessing. And I'm glad that we get to be successful in this industry together. Um, oh, thank you, boo. <laughs> May yeah. we thrive forever. <laughs> I May love we both thrive of you. Forever. Love you too. Love you too. Have a beautiful night. Thanks so much to the very funny, charismatic, and wonderful and delightful Grace Edwards and Amy Aniobi for joining me on today's episode. Be sure to check out their podcast, The Antidote, from American Public Media for a good dose of joy. And as always, if you want to tell your story on The Juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Also remember to rate and review an Apple podcast. Give us all those stars because it does make a difference and you know I'll appreciate it. 
The juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Soltaroff. Engineering and mixing by Joanna Samuel. Music by Eduardo Perez. Booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Ogden. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>